Sit down, sit down. I'm sorry if I sound a little weird, a little quid. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm sorry if I sound a little weird on here. You know what I'm saying? I'm out of town, so I got a little small mic. You know what I'm saying? Got a little itty-bitty baby uh, Samson mic. I probably shouldn't have said their name because they're not one of our sponsors. What damn sponsors, man? <laughs> Alright, let's get to it. Uh, welcome to the Dano Entertainment Presents the Pole Paddle Podcast. I am your host, Rome E. Creek. The E stands for enterprising, okay? We out here, we doing big things. Enterprising means showing initiative, initiative and initiative too. You know what I'm saying? I'm so enterprising, I can make up words. Initiative, okay? I'm trying to keep my voice from uh, being too loud right now because I didn't really test this mic out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in here in this hotel room, and I'm I'm pretty sure the neighbor's going to be pissing me. I was in here doing burpees, burpees earlier, you know what I'm saying, trying to get my fitness on because I saw them commercials with Michael Strahan when he was rubbing gold bond on his legs and stuff and on his elbow. Like, he was very deliberate in, in rubbing the gold bond lotion on his elbow, and, uh, and he was also teaching us to work out in hotels. So that's what I was doing. <laughs> but I'm in Ohio, man. I'm out here, you know, usually I broadcast from Georgia and I got the whole system set up. You know, last week I had the soundproofing and everything. This week, I got this little itty bitty baby mic and I'm not sure how it's going to sound. And it's late at night, I'm tired, man, I'm tired. Did Ramadan, it's the first day of Ramadan, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm not a Muslim, technically. <laughs> like I said, I'm as Muslim as Jesus was, you know what I'm saying? But God is Muslim and, uh, you know... I, I, I tried it, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because um, I was drinking water and chewing gum. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, okay, I'm I, I'm just gonna do part of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna fast from food because water ain't really my problem. I barely drink water. Usually, my pee looks like tar. Like it's <laughs> like, and the only reason. <laughs> The, the only reason this had color, oh, you know, because yesterday, yesterday I messed up because uh, I, I fasted even though I wasn't supposed to. It was too early for fasting. So I fasted and I was only drinking water. So my urine was so clear. The only reason it wasn't completely clear is because I had, uh, <laughs> I had um, uh, vitamins. <laughs> That's the only reason it wasn't completely clear. But yeah, man, uh, just doing Ramadan and... Um, yeah, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited because today wasn't that bad. At the end of the day, you know, you're supposed to break your fast with something. I broke my fast with damn uh, with a Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the mall out here in Dayton. And by the, by the time y'all hear this, I'm already going to be back home. I went to the mall in Dayton, right? And I walk in and I was like, mmm, I smell Cinnabon. 
And it's funny to me because, uh, you know, I'm from Philly, and when I was younger, uh, you could catch the uh, Broad Street Sub. No, 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 it was the L. You would catch the L. I think, man, I can't even remember. I'm so old now. Uh, you would catch the L straight into the, uh, I want to say it was like 13th Street or something, and you get off the train, and you walk straight into the mall. It was an underground mall, in case y'all don't know. If y'all never been to Philly and went to the mall, you walk straight into the underground mall, and you smell Cinnabon, and that's what it reminded me of. So this is the first time I walked into a mall outside of Philly, and there was a damn Cinnabon. And I'm like, ooh, Cinnabon. As soon as I finished the word Cinnabon, I said, I ain't even finished the word bun. It was like Cinnabon. The damn light started to flicker and went out. And I was like, is that God telling me not to eat this buttery, cinnamony, icony goodness that is Cinnabon? I got it anyway, though. <laughs> because cause they cash machines still work. They were not going to be impeded by the power being gone. But I, I sure enough ate me a Cinnabon. And it was trash, son. It was trash. I broke my first fast with a trash Cinnabon. So get yourself some damn... Uh, real food when you break your fast if you fasting with us but yeah man uh welcome back uh i know i just talked a long time about nothing but um you know i'm happy that y'all back man uh, and last time i went out of town i went to virginia and i didn't do the podcast on wednesday night and uh somebody hit me up it was like what am i supposed to do drive to work in silence so <laughs> <laughs> I had to do the podcast, man. I was just happy that somebody was listening. So, um, yeah, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Because I, I don't want to make it too long because I know it probably doesn't sound the best. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Remember last time I was I was making excuses before we even started? All right, let's get rolling. I'm doing the, uh, I got the outline. You know what I'm saying? I got. I went back to having the outline. I got the outline on my phone, and it's on PowerShape mode, so forgive me. All right, look, so the quote of the week, okay? Did I, did I already do that? Yeah, the E stands for enterprising because that's what I am. But uh, the quote of the week comes from the one and only Miss Janet Jackson, okay? Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> and most of y'all are, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 no. Before I do that, before I do that, y'all might be wondering why am I in damn Ohio of all places? <laughs> this is my first time in Ohio, too. Why am I in Ohio? Because I'm recruiting. I'm trying to get LeBron, Okay. LeBron about to lose this series to Boston. As soon as he loses this series to Boston, I'm going to creep on down. I'm like, yo, Brian, I'm, it's going to be like the Hampton Five. You know what I'm saying? How how them cats went and got uh, Kevin Durant after uh, after LeBron and them beat him. Look, I'm going to be like, yo, Brian, come on to Philly, man. It's going to be, you can, you can ride out your whole, the rest of your career in Philly. Get some championships and you already better than Jordan. This is my podcast, so I don't hear nothing, none of y'all. You already better than Jordan, Brian, Brian. Come on, man. I'm, I, I've been riding around looking for, I've been, <laughs> remember Maya had that song where she was all fake gangster? I'm riding, I'm riding. That's what I'm doing. I'm riding around. I'm riding around Ohio looking for LeBron. It's kind of stupid because he's in Boston right now, but <laughs> he gonna he gonna come back soon, and I'm gonna be waiting for him outside the damn. Uh, I'm gonna be waiting for him at the Clearport, <laughs> holding up a sign like Brian Brian. You know what I'm saying? I'm riding, I'm riding past your mama's. No, okay, I'm not riding past LeBron Mama House. That was Delonte West. <laughs> I gotta get that all out of my system before Brian is a sixer. I can't make him make fun of him no more. But Brian, come on, man! I'm looking for you. 
You're going to be a sixer next year. I knows it in my soul. It's going to be, look, look this is going to be the starting five, okay? It's going to be uh, Ben Simmons at point guard, Bron Bron at small forward. It's going to be Joel Embiid at, at center, and then it's going to be Kawhi Leonard at shooting guard, <laughs> and then it's going to be damn shit, Ke- God, nah, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant got a weird contract. Uh, it's going to be Paul George at power forward. I don't really want Paul George on the team, though. You know, I'm saying that, but I don't want him on the team because Paul George, think, he thinks he's better than he is. But I'm not going to talk too much about sports. Back to Janet Jackson. So the quote of the, <laughs> quote of the week <laughs> comes from Janet Jackson, multi-Grammy Award winner. You know what I'm saying? Singer, dancer, actress, everything. She killed a baby in that Tyler Perry movie. I'm still mad at her for that. But that's actually my wife's favorite uh, artist uh, overall. So um, we need to get to the concert one of these days. But, um, yeah, Janet Jackson. That's, y'all remember she was, I about to say this Miss Purdy, but she wasn't Miss Purdy. Y'all remember how uh, I was arguing with my wife about this, how when she was on uh, Nutty Professor, and on the first Nutty Professor, it was Miss Purdy, and it was Jada Pinkett. And then they on the they were so in love. And then on the next damn Nutty Professor, it wasn't Jada Pinkett. It was Jan Jackson, and it was a whole different character. Nobody's going to dress what happened to Miss Purdy. You know what I'm saying? You're just going to disrespect Miss Purdy like that? You know what I'm saying? I feel like she was less disrespected on Jason's lyric when she got shot by. by <laughs> All right, let me, let me move on. But uh, yeah, oh, Janet Jackson still holds a place in my heart, and I'm still sad about how they did her wrong. You doing wrong? How they did her wrong? Yeah, that was her brother. How they did her wrong, man? They let Justin Timberlake come back to, to do the Super Bowl halftime show, and it was trash. You know what I'm saying? Trash. Sorry if that sounds terrible. Trash. Uh, she, they let him come back and do it, and ain't let Janet come back. You know what I'm saying? We know why that is. She was too sexy, and she borderline black. She's from Gary, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm food deprived. All right, so look. Here's the quote from Janet Jackson. In complete darkness, it is only knowledge and wisdom that separates us. And I don't know if she actually ever said that, but uh, I read that she did. So, uh, <laughs> so like, what does that mean? Like, to me, just reading it uh, just by itself out of context, I'm thinking that even if you can't see anybody, if you can't see anyone and you can't see something that we call color or that we call race and color and ethnicity, all you have is knowledge and wisdom that's going to separate. Like, if everybody was blind... You know what I'm saying? Especially if they couldn't touch each other. If everybody was blind, then you wouldn't there there wouldn't be a class system based on color or race. You know what I'm saying? It might be based on how you sound on accent, but it wouldn't be as simplistic as race because I can fool you with an accent. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows where Gerard Butler is from. And it cause all of his accents are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, race race is a, a weird thing because race isn't scientific anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's it's very very much social. You know what I'm saying? But what is scientific? Is, well, I mean, ethnicity or, or origin is scientific. But race isn't scientific, and we do a we do a lot of business and we make a lot of decisions based on race, and it's kind of stupid because. It doesn't mean anything if your eyes are closed. Um, <laughs> skin color don't matter <laughs> if you can't see people. And that's why a lot of people thought with, like, the Internet age and everything being done over the phone, uh, we would never have to worry about no damn uh, race anymore. But that 
That's not true. <laughs> In fact, people are more racist behind behind their little internet screen. Um, you know, no, 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 look, look, look. I was thinking about this before I continue with that quote. I was thinking about this. Uh, uh, there was one. There were two dudes arguing, and uh, the black dude said the white dude was being racist. I forgot what he said, but he told him he was being racist. And the white dude is like, "Yo, I can't be racist." My wife is black, you know what I'm saying? My kids are black, or half black. But well, he said black, but they're half black. He was like, I can't be racist. My wife and kids are black. And I was thinking, like, you think just because your wife is black that you can't hate black people? Every last one of us hate our wives. <laughs> we, we hate our wife and our kids. In fact, the fact... The fact that your wife is black shows me that you hate black people. <laughs> oh, that's stupid as hell. <laughs> no, but for real, stop using that excuse when people say, hey, you said something racist or you're doing something racist. Oh, but my best friend's Mexican. Ah, yeah, you're a bigot. You're a bigot. Okay. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to continue with that. But yeah, skin color is all bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what you should be concentrating on is learning and understanding and knowing more than the person next to you and knowing more than people around you because that's that's how you will ultimately succeed is through knowledge and wisdom because that's something that you can't hide, your lack of knowledge. And I'm not talking about information because most of the time when we're being educated in school, it's not knowledge, it's information because a lot of shit ain't true. <laughs> There's a big difference between knowledge and information. The the term knowledge implies truth. So if you know something and then later they tell you that shit wasn't true, like dinosaurs with feathers or Pluto being a planet, <laughs> then it's not knowledge anymore. You know what I'm saying? People had knowledge of gods and then all of a sudden we come along and call it Greek we call it mythology, even Norse mythology, and we got a damn we, we turn one of their gods into a damn uh <laughs> into a Marvel superhero. Could you imagine turning Jesus into a Marvel superhero? Like a damn, damn, damn necromancer. <laughs> he over here raising the dead and giving out alcohol to, to the damn X-Men. Could you imagine how disrespectful people would feel? You know what I'm saying? But at one time, the gods were knowledge. But in fact, it was we're, we're just saying that it was information. Mythology is just information. So don't believe everything you're told, even if it's in school. In fact, I don't even. I, I've already told told y'all about how I feel about being educated by anybody that you might not know or trust. You know what I'm saying? That's not how uh, uh, school is really supposed to be be driven. You shouldn't be begging someone to teach you stuff that might not be true, especially about yourself. <laughs> Most of us don't even know our own history. <laughs> We look at a dollar every day and don't realize what's going on with them symbols. I'm going to move on because they might get me. <laughs> but, yeah, you have to think, you know, speaking of school, <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, uh, how uh, information is controlled and how how uh, the perpetuation of ignorance in school. <laughs> so, look, so, look, when I was coming up, I was told, and it didn't make sense to me when I was young, and it damn sure don't make sense to me now. Standardized testing, Okay. Unless I'm misinterpreting it, and unless somebody told me the wrong thing, which would make it information and not knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, so standardized testing. If you score good on the standardized test, you get more funding. More funding means more books, 
possibly better teachers. I won't say better teachers because just because people aren't getting paid that much don't mean that they're not that great. But if you if you have uh, more credentials and more experience, then you are going to demand more money. So more, more better scores on the test means uh, more money for the school, which means better teachers, better books, better equipment, better programs. You know what I'm saying? I was in the damn, uh, uh, I was being taught piano, then they cut the funding. Then I was being taught trumpet, and then they cut the funding. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, music is very important in kids' lives. That's why we're doing some of the things that we're trying to do out here. But, Anyway, <laughs> standardized testing. You're going to have more programs and stuff if you score higher on the test. Which makes people teach us the tests. <laughs> and, but in turn, if you don't score high, you don't get all of the access to this stuff. Which means you're not going to be as smart. Which, <laughs> which means that you're probably not going to score high on the test. And then if you don't get an adequate education, then you're probably not going to get a good job, which means that you're going to, you're going to be you're going to be poor the whole time. You're going to be poor your whole life. It's going to be tougher for you to not be poor. And most of most of us get most of our education from our parents. Man, I remember telling people and telling teachers in school that they were wrong all the time because my mom taught me something that was different than what they were teaching me. And I, I'm not going to say who was wrong, but you know who was wrong. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The one with no degree. <laughs> Even though degrees are stupid. But anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you 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 stupid. So you're going to teach your kids stupid stuff. And then they're going to go to a crappy school in the hood that doesn't get the funding that some of the other schools that have higher taxpayers, uh, uh, some, like not as good as those schools. See, I'm stupid. They're not as good as those schools that are in districts with higher tax uh, uh, taxpayers. So your kids are also going to a school where they're not learning as much. All they're going to do is learn the test and they're still not going to do that well on the test. And they're going to, it's, it's a perpetual cycle. I don't know if I explained it right because I'm not smart because I went to the school. I went to, I'm not going to say the name of it because there might be people listening that went to that school and I don't want them to think I'm calling them stupid. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on. But stop sending your kids to school. All right, don't, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. All right, look, look. So, like I said, man, it's Ramadan. And uh, uh, this is the first day, you know what I'm saying? Well, by the time you listen to it, it's going to be the second day. So, you can jump in at any time. So, join in, man. We, we it, It's not just, it's not just about uh, any religion. Because, in all honesty, I don't do the prayers like the Muslims do. I just pray pray in my own personal way and in fact in my opinion like all your uh your relationship with god or or gods or whatever should be personal anyway you really don't have to share it with anybody but if you know something is dope and it works for you you should share it so i know that if if, if i pray those five times or if i even just take a quiet time to myself five times a day i feel much better than if i don't so try it man and y'all need to be working out man you need to control your mind and your body. I was learning that. I learned that when I was uh, reading about Hinduism the other day. Go to our blog. I wrote. I wrote some stuff uh, about Hinduism in general on our blog site. <clears throat> so I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue. So the question of the week. Last week, I think I said, "What do you want? Um, you, what part of the internet would you get rid of?" This week, I want to know uh, if you died tomorrow, what would you do today? And most people are like, oh, I'm gonna go bang this girl, or I'm a, 
I'm going to drive my car 100 miles an hour. No, 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 no. Because I feel like you should be living every day as if it's your last day. And I'm not talking about the way drug addicts say <laughs> I'm not talking about, get you know, do a lot of drugs and stuff. What I'm saying is prepare your family. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying go spend up all your money just because you think it's the last day of your life. Prepare your family for your, your exit, which means that you should have a will at all times. You should have a will right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all do. We all need to get a will done right now because this could be your last day. So you want to prepare your family. You know what I'm saying? And not even just prepare your family because how would you like it if you're looking down from heaven or purgatory or up from hell or whatever you want to say, even though down from heaven doesn't make sense because heaven doesn't exist on that type of plane. But anyway, <laughs> if you're looking down and you see a person that you didn't care for getting all your stuff, you you wouldn't like that, you know what I'm saying? So prepare, get a will, you know what I'm saying? Take care of what needs to be taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Save your money, even though you want to spend it today. If you got a family, don't. If you ain't got a family, do what you want. <laughs> There's always going to be money. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like that, that's stupid. But yeah, man, if you died today, I don't have a bucket list. Maybe that's why I'm asking this. I don't have a bucket list. I want bucket list, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to steal some of the stuff that y'all said <laughs> and put it on my bucket list. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, we 20, 21 minutes in. Um, I don't want to go too long because I know the sound quality is that, isn't that great. And if you lasted with me for this amount of time, man, I want to say I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Um, I do want to apologize, man. Uh, one of my coworkers asked for to be uh, in here when I record but uh, I didn't know how this session was going to work or anything. So uh, if if this recording makes it to the interwebs and you are listening, I apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, give us some feedback, man. And if you like this sound better, I'll always use this little bitty microphone. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and I did just breeze by. I know I ain't say as much crazy stuff as normal. But, you know, like I said... Um, but we are going to get to uh, the business of the week. The business of the week last week was bevel. I was talking about shaving and y'all shouldn't be shaving anyway, but if you must shave, <laughs> man, try that bevel shaving system. Don't try those other systems that have a whole bunch of blades. Cause like I said, each one of those little blades is a pass on your face. It's like shaving your, if you have a, a Mach five, that's five blades. If that's like shaving over the same part of your face five times. That's stupid. Get yourself any of the safety razors. The one razor, if you're going to use a razor, use a razor. I prefer to use clippers, you know what I'm saying, get as close as I can without bumping up. And you got to work on your own face. I know most of y'all ain't had no daddy, so you got to do it yourself. I understand. I'm in there in the boat with you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So this week, since I'm in Ohio, I think I'm kind of going to do too. Whatever. Since I'm in Ohio, I heard about this group. And they're on the campus of uh, Wright State University. Um, and uh, they're called the Black Men on the Move. It's just a whole bunch of black college dudes doing a lot of positive things. Uh, they're doing uh, uh, good works in the social aspect, the social realm, political realm. They're doing marches. Uh, they had a basketball tournament uh, earlier this year. Um, a bowling tournament. They're doing all kinds of stuff, community outreach and everything. So look them up, man. And if you're in the Ohio area, maybe you can help help out. They're a nonprofit organization, so you can even toss them some cash or or just look into what they're doing. You know, there's a whole bunch of dudes wearing suits. You know what I'm saying? That's how y'all want us to look. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want us to look dapper. 
You know what I'm saying? They're they not out here thugging or nothing. They're out here in suits, even though technically suits are indicative of thugs because the first thugs in America, well, no, no, I won't say the first thugs, but the first things we call, men that we call gangsters in America wore suits. The mafia, <laughs> we called them gangsters, and they wore suits. So that's that's the outfit of a thug. But now things have transformed, and the outfit that they're wearing is a suit. They look dapper. They look professional. So, you know, hit them up. Support them cats, man. They're in the Dayton area, uh, Wright State University. Also, uh, I, I wasn't going to do this one, but um, before I came back to the room, we went to this uh, health food place. Uh, what is it called? What is it called? Where is it? Oh, sorry, I ain't got my receipt. I ain't got my receipt. But uh, I'm included, man. It's is a um a natural food place, and they have a a juice bar in the back. So I'm gonna include the link so y'all can check them out if y'all in the Dayton area. I apologize for not knowing the name, but I know I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up. Um, I think it's called Natural Foods Pro or something like that. I'm not that intelligent. Hold on, I'm about to tell you right now. That's my waiting music. Yeah, it's called Natural Foods Plus. And it's over there on Philadelphia Drive. That's really the only reason I went. Because it said Philadelphia. And Philly, Philly is where I am from. Alright, yeah. So, um, go check them out, man. I went in there and I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought this little tonic stuff that they have. I just bought it because I saw it. Um, and I bought some some avocado chips. And some damn... What else did I buy? Some almond granola stuff. I don't know, man. I was feeling real healthy in there. I got in there too late to get some juice because I wasn't going to drink it anyway because of Ramadan. Um, and they, they closed before the time. So anyway, uh, so the song of the week. <clears throat> so the song last week was uh, from my boy Yoso. It was called Down. And I know y'all liked it because everything that he makes is dope. Everything that comes out of the TCE camp is dope. You know what I'm saying? TCE is True Cousins Entertainment. Um, so for this next, this week, I want to do a poem, man. You know, like, at first I was always doing songs, but, you know, we got some good reception from the poems we did. So I want to do a poem again. Uh, so the, I'm going to stick with Louisiana. <laughs> I'm looking through my list. My bad. So this week, I'm going to do a poem for my man, Poetic Lee. Okay. And it's a very clear, clever name because he's po he's poetic and his last name is Lee. Poetic Lee. So that will help you find it. Poetic Lee. Uh, L-E-E. -E. And this poem is called Love. This this track was supposed to be on a uh, compilation disc that we were doing, but we ran into some snags. So, man, I, I still wanted y'all to hear it. So, um, yeah. Uh, poetic Lee. My man Poetic Lee from Louisiana. Um, I'm going to include all the links where you can find this stuff and, you know, see him growing, man, growing in the poetry world and the entertainment world and acting, too. I think he was just in a uh, a play called Lissa Strata out there with uh, Lumpy Grit. So, dude is doing everything, man. Like, I, I'm just surrounded by a lot of talent and a lot of people who are uh, just multi-talented, multi-talented, multi-faceted. So, um, yeah, check it out, man. But, yeah, I ain't got much more to say. I'm, I told you I was going to keep this short. Uh, I hope it didn't sound too terrible. I hope I didn't. I wasn't too terrible. I tried not to be too offensive, but I love y'all, man. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, share us, like us. Go to our website, baby. They know ent.com, baby. Go to our website, baby. 
Uh, check out our blog site, man. We're going to be putting more and more content up there. But And if y'all got any uh, black businesses or just small businesses, because um, there's a couple businesses from uh, supporters of ours um, that they might not happen to be of African descent. Well, technically everybody is, but they might not be of African descent. But, um, you know, we're going to advertise their business because if y'all rock with us, we rock with y'all. So, yeah, hit us up, man. And if y'all got some music y'all want us to play, let us hear it. Especially if it's not. Of course, don't send me no damn Trey songs or Beyonce or no damn Bon Jovi or nothing. We already know them people. I'm talking about people that you know and that you like and you love and, and they're aspiring. I always hate when people say, yeah, he's an inspiring artist. That that makes sense, but that's not what you meant to say. <laughs> it's aspiring Anyway, look, I was in class. All right, look, this is the last thing I'll say before I play the poem. I was in uh, in, in this conference uh, today, and the dude was like, uh, some, some dude was talking, and the other guy was like, hey, can you expand on that? And I, I was like, expound. And I didn't think I said it that loud, but, you know, that's one of my pet peeves. And uh, <laughs> later on, uh, my coworker was with me. He was like, he, he was like, you should have yelled expound. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know you can hear me. But yeah, um, it's aspiring artists. So if you got an aspiring artist, uh, hit us up. We got a lot of people in the queue, man. So I appreciate everybody giving us their submissions. We're going to get all y'all in. We might even do like once a month, just play people stuff. Don't even talk. Cause I know y'all get tired of my voice, but I love y'all, man. Uh, um, return next week is going to sound more better um, have a good sandwich peace love I wish it was just as easy to experience it as it is for you to let it drip from the creases of your lips love I wish it could slide back past your lips back past your tongue down your throat and lodge itself right above your trachea that way you would think twice before you ever open your mouth to utter its name See, if you're not willing to die for its expression, then surely you're not worthy to speak its name. Love is the difference between life and death, heaven and hell, friend and foe. You see, me, me and love have one thing in common. We're both extremists, living on the tips of either end of the spectrum with no sense of the in-between. I could be the nicest you've ever met with a heart so warm and big that you have promised my heart was as big as my head. Or I could be the coldest that you've ever seen with a heart so frozen and wrapped in ice, dipped in liquid nitrogen. Then you swear that I was a medical miracle born without a heart. Mama, I wish you would have told me more than just twice in my childhood that you loved me. But maybe we were both seeking love at the same time. But nevertheless, thank you because it taught me to show love much more than I ever say it. And daddy, I wish you would have shown me how to give and how to receive love, but maybe you didn't even know how yourself, other than with your hands, but thank you, because it showed me to do all in my power to show love. So I loved and I've learned to love, so much so that I've allowed so many to walk all over me and treat me like bullshit, I really call that love or just stupidity. They often look like twins to me, so hard to tell the two apart sometimes. Taking the blame for every argument, disagreement, is that loving or just being stupid? And I'm tired of saying I'm sorry so that you wouldn't take your love away, but please, please take it. 
I'm tired of saying my bad, just because it felt so much like saying I love you, only for my apologies to end up on the ground to stand on. <laughs> so you see, love no longer resides here. It just visits every now and then.